All right, welcome to the Simples of Shoutcasting, esports, video games, and everything else. My name is Asarai, and joining with me is my good, good friend, Thunderrath. So you can, uh, you know, um, intro yourself or say hi, hello. Hey guys, I'm Thunderrath. I'm pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm his best, best, best friend. Yeah. Turns out. <laughs> Turns out, right? So... Yeah. Um, we, I kind of had the idea to create a podcast. So the, again, um, just like a, uh, intro to those who don't know what Simples of Shoutcasting is. It started as a video series about me, a shoutcaster talking about the, um, kind of nooks and crannies of the esports industry. Then I said to myself, you know what? It's also kind of interesting and at least for me, invigorating to start doing a podcast and talk about the stuff that I do on the daily which is, you know, during these um, times, can't really say the name because uh, I think it, it, it's, it's also in line with uh, demonetization, so I can't really say it. But the current situation right now in 2020 is, you know, we have free time and I kind of wanted to use this time to make this podcast. So how about you, man? How, what have you been doing during these 2020 times? Working, <laughs> and uh, I I also play video games, of course. I've yeah. uh, been I just finished playing uh, Final Fantasy, and uh, what do you, uh, we're actually I actually just started playing uh, what we're gonna talk about right now, Red Dead Redemption. Oh, what, what what actually before that, what what Final Fantasy game were you playing? Oh, uh, the most recent one, uh, Final Fantasy 15. Don't have Final Fantasy 7 yet, but I plan to play that after Red Dead. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. All right, so like Thunderath did say, this is going to be a uh, talk about Red Dead Redemption 2. Now, Red Dead Redemption 2 was, you know what? I'm so bad. I should have actually popped this out already on Google. Give me a moment. So Red Dead Redemption 2 is a game created by Rockstar Games, which is obviously known for uh, the GTA series, Grand Theft Auto, so on and so forth. It was released on 2018, late 2018, and um, I've just uh, recently copped it on Steam because it was on sale, and I was waiting for uh, Valorant, yes, because Global Launch is going to be coming out soon. And, you know, I kind of wanted to find a game that was uh, going to take my mind off of things. And I think, you know, Western Cowboy Outlaw is a definite, like, sell for me to take my mind off of things. And how about you? What was the reason? Or, like, um, why oh, did I, you uh, buy it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've always uh, had my eye on Red Dead Redemption ever since it released. I uh, never got to uh, playing it because uh, I was always busy uh, mm -hmm. working. And most of my money goes elsewhere. Uh, finally, when it went on sale on Steam, I think I bought it like five days before you did. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, so I took the opportunity and bought it. Yeah. Uh, what uh, also helped me uh, mm -hmm. uh, get into the cowboy thing is uh, I was watching uh, Back to the Future three the other day oh, uh, or the other weeks. Okay. And uh, it was the part. It was part three where they went um, to yeah, the old yeah. west. I vaguely remember. And yeah, I just that. Uh, yeah, I, I like the aesthetic. Of uh, the cowboy boots <laughs> and the the um, the six shooters or the uh, revolvers. Yeah, the, so, the UPKAs, uh, exactly. you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's why uh, uh, I bought Red Dead Redemption, which was perfect timing for when it uh, came out, or when uh, the the sale went out. 
So this is kind of this is kind of interesting. So you had the hankering to play Red Dead Redemption because you saw the Western theme of Back to the Future Three. You know the reason how I kind of got the hankering to play Red Dead Redemption was, um, was it? I think it was season twenty two of South Park, or season twenty one. I just think was it where there was this like a whole entire series or episodes where the police was trying to figure out what was happening with certain scenarios in South Park. Uh, again, I won't talk about the episodes because some people might find it a little bit too intense. Um, Which episode it, was that? Uh, was I it can't... the Man Bear Pig one? Which one yes, was that? Yes, the Man Bear Pig one. Be- like, previously before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, um, okay. you guys can just check that online. Watch South Park. It's, it's really good if you're not going to find it too... Again, the, I'm going to use the word intense for it. So... The, uh, the police in South Park, they were trying to figure out these string of crimes and the head detective oh, was yeah. like, yeah, the head detective was like, uh, guys, I want to finish this already because I want to go home <laughs> and, and be a cowboy Wait, and be Dead. an outlaw. Yeah. And they were talking about Red Dead Redemption. They were talking about how, you know, uh, I just want to go, you know, get, get on my horse, ride into the sunset and start shooting like bandits and stuff like that. So like, I think that imprinted into my head. Then when I went on Steam, saw the sale, like you did, I bought the, uh, I think the deluxe version because like it was only a hundred uh, pesos difference. If you're in the US, it's a like $2 difference from the base game. In any case, I just bought it and well, it's been pretty dang addictive, you know? Addicting. <laughs> All right. So I've had, I've prepared a little bit of talking points for us. So I guess we'll just start with... Uh, the first note yeah. that I uh, created. So, Red Dead Redemption 2, or in short, RDR2, is an open world game that takes it slow. Not the pacing of the story, uh, not the pacing of the gameplay or the story itself, r- but rather, you know, the way that it become that it takes it slow is for you to enjoy the world. Like, for example, if you've had games, um, some other open world games, uh, what's a good one to say that's like a counterpart okay saints row series or yeah grand theft series yeah right so there's this mechanic in grand theft and saints row where you can fast travel to certain locations so you don't have to go through the city in your car or walk around right because uh the city is massive and you're very very slow as a character unless you're in saints row where characters there are comically super powered uh, the more that the series went in, like I think Saints Row 3 and Saints Row 4 had like superhumans or something like that. Anyways, the thing that has popped out to me with Red Dead Redemption 2 is that, uh, like I said again, it takes it very slow. Like there are um, quality of life things that are available in op- other, op- other open world games that are not available in Red Dead Redemption 2, but... They did this to a finesse where it doesn't make you feel like it's super hassle. It's slightly hassle because you still have to go there without, like, for example, doing fast travel. But it's not too long of a journey where you're going to be like 10, 30 minutes on the road riding your horse or something like that. And I feel like that's a really good thing to keep you immersed in the gameplay. And have you experienced, you know, something like this uh, in your time playing Red Dead Redemption 2? Which is good because the scenery in Red Dead Redemption 2 is beautiful. I mean, I have it in the uh, like <laughs> high settings, not the max settings, but uh, yeah. just that the high settings is is gorgeous. Yeah. Um, not not sure if you appreciate all the um, 
uh, all the like big mountains um, or or the grasslands uh, in, in chapter yeah. two, more specifically. But th- those uh, just seeing them looks gorgeous, looks sublime. Yeah. Uh, it's actually the the word. Yeah. And uh, in terms of fa- fast traveling, I mean, you, there is fast traveling at Red Dead Redemption too. But you have to like play all throughout the game. You have to upgrade your um, your camp and stuff to be able to get mm. fast travel. And um, really? the the thing okay. with slow, yeah, um, the thing with slow, uh, the slow thing too. I mean, if you compare Grand Theft Auto, when you where you use cars, to Red Dead Redemption where you use horses. I mean, which is faster, right? True, true. The, the thing with <laughs> with Grand Theft Auto that I think like makes it a little bit more um, not grounded compared to Red Dead Redemption is this uh, next point. So the rules and physical restrictions make it feel as if the world around you has consequences compared to its counterpart, which is GTA V. So um, a good example of this is if you like open YouTube, pop out GTA V, uh, I guess like maybe car tricks or something. I don't really know the titles of like, yeah, how they do it. Yeah, you're right. They basically, yeah, the right? So they basically zoom out these racing cars, hit a ramp, and then the ragdoll mechanics of GTA Five. <laughs> GTA Five is just incredibly. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, free. Like if you fly, you really like fly away. Yeah. You know. But again, My, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were saying. You're, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if you can uh, control your character while you're in freefall. Because, yeah, I've seen videos of that and they, they just kept... Um, they, they have the same uh, position. Well, not really position, but it takes a while for them to turn or something. I think... Uh, no, I, I'm not sure if you can control your flight or your uh, freefall animation. Yeah. But I've noticed that a lot in uh, those videos on Facebook. Yeah, but again, that's the kind of the thing of GTA V is... Is it can basically do everything because there's land uh, air and water transportation so it just makes sense that you right. kind of have to be able to move through that but that's the thing that kind of um brings me back to red dead redemption is that you know you're not some kind of, Don't get of those. At, 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 uh, you're not some kind of free running athletic uh prowess heavy man you're just no a burly, yeah you're just a burly man who has like Heavy, a heavy outfit because that's really how cowboys do it before. Um, you have a horse, and again, like uh, if you try to like parkour over stuff, you don't parkour over stuff. You trip and you take damage. Takes Sometimes you, a while. you die. Exactly. Yeah, that too, right? And yeah, expense st- stamina also, which is a uh, key yeah. feature mechanic in Red Dead Redemption. Where even if you're um, if you're carrying a lot of weight, it does expend a lot more stamina, which makes it harder for you to run or to jump. Stuff mm. like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, what else was I going to be talking about here? Yeah, so there's other things like you can't really climb up top uh, objects that are higher than you. Like, like even if it's just slightly higher, you sometimes you can't uh, run over it. So you have to, like, think of a way of how you would do it if you were in the real world. So if you think, like, there's, like, this big um, wall over you and you can't, like, you know, grab over it because... You know, you're you're too heavy as a as a player. You have to figure out how to go around it, and it's not like Skyrim going around where you have a horse and you climb <laughs> up the mountain and some shit like that. But you know, it it makes you think about the world, and the world is there right in front of you. So work with it, not around it. I think that's like the yeah. again the thing that I, I I do like about how Reddit or uh, Rockstar Games has developed 
Red Dead's again um, rules and physics. Actually, uh, uh, one thing I like about that too, in terms of like immersion, since mm-hmm. we're uh, getting into that, uh, it's the first-person um, feature where you can change your um, camera in, in, uh, in, uh, into first person instead of third person, which uh, more most uh, Rockstar games um, are operating on. Yeah. Uh, so I really like the first person aspect because it makes you feel immersed or it makes you feel like you're the actual guy there. To be honest, I have not really used it as much. I'm not sure why, but I, I, I just feel like I, 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 I feel it more feels into the game when I'm in third person. And yeah, plus if you're shooting in first person, I think it feels different. Although I haven't tried it yet specifically. Oh, no. Compared to like, uh, there's no like aim down your sights like uh, you know how like when you click on right click you you're, you're right in the your guns in the middle it yeah. just zooms in yeah. oh it's like the same as uh, for uh, third person okay. okay um the only thing I will probably give you tough, a tough time is when you're on your horse mm. and then you're um you're trying to see where your horse is actually facing uh, it's mm. gonna give you a hard time because you have to turn around and see where your your horse's head is oh that's true that's true yeah. all right. Oh, so all right. You you told me about right. I heard a word right click. So are you playing on mouse and keyboard for Red Dead Redemption? Oh yeah, 2? I am playing. I am okay. playing on mouse and keyboard. Okay, okay. I mean, it's, I don't play first person uh, with controllers anymore. Well, that's true. I mean, obviously, mouse and keyboard advantage, you know, over the game. Um, so this is this is actually nice. I, I want to talk about this part as well. So okay. I'm actually playing on a Nintendo. Uh, pro controller which is connected via okay. cable to my pc so uh, we can have like a bit of contrast here that. yeah with how we, <laughs> we have to play the game so um movement wise um being able to move around with the mouse shoot with the mouse i haven't really seen it i haven't even tested it yet but how does it feel when you play with a mouse that can basically flick from zero degrees to 180 in just a quick um, swift motion because I feel like that would make you dizzy like moving because I, I, again like I said you know being able to move slowly into the game and use a, a controller in my end kind of makes me feel a bit uh, heavy with the controls or heavy with my movements but I don't know how it feels with a uh, mouse and keyboard so you know, enlighten me Thunderath. Okay. Well, um, I, I know you play uh, other fi- uh, first-person shooting games uh, with the mouse and keyboard. It's yeah. basically like that. <laughs> you, you don't your uh, your flicks are gonna be easier to get. Uh, it's unlike the controller where you have to actually move your um, your t- um, your, your targeting radical. Yeah, yeah. Your radical to the to the enemy. Uh, with the mouse, you just instantly go there, and it's easier for you to get headshots with the mouse. Um, and yeah, um, well, the only po- um, problem then would be, uh, I actually can't see any disadvantages with using the mouse uh, compared to the controller. Because okay. uh, with the mouse and keyboard, you have a lot more buttons to work with. Uh, and with the mouse, you have, I mean, uh, you, um, are the, there are controllers out there like the Xbox controller, which have buttons at the back, back yeah, for yeah. ease of use. Yeah, but uh, your controller, the Nintendo uh, Pro Controller, doesn't have that. Uh, so it's um, you're limited to the buttons that you can click, or with the with the number of buttons that you have. Okay. Uh, unlike with the mouse and keyboard, well, with the mouse uh, I have, which has um, one, two, three, four, five, what seven buttons, and you can click. 
Okay. So it makes it um, easier and it, it it gives you more access. Yeah. To all your moves. But that makes a lot. That makes a lot of sense. Um, for me. I actually kind of enjoy using the controller because, again, it's an open-world game, third-person uh, perspective, at least for how I play it. I don't like playing it in first-person for some reason. I, I guess it's because I want to see my character, you know, when I change outfits and stuff. Okay. And Yeah, makes you uh, feel cool. Yeah. Uh, makes you look cool. Yeah, and um, we haven't actually talked about this. The main character's name is Arthur Morgan, so I like how Arthur looks. So I would just want to be able to, like, you know... Um, survey him from time to time see if like he's all bloody all muddy stuff like that just to feel like oh dang this is my cowboy i'm the cowboy in this parts right here you know so um anyways another so, uh, key yeah, uh, yeah. thing about the um, uh, uh the looks of the character is that um, uh, we talked about this a while ago um off off podcast yeah but the the beard it does grow longer uh, <laughs> it, it does grow <laughs> over time yeah it grows yeah and you can also shave it of course uh, the first time I got the opportunity, I shaved everything off, and then uh, us right here told me that uh, <laughs> it grows real fast. So, yeah. like, oh man! And, <laughs> so I just wasted if, my if time you, shaving. If you, um, I'm sorry if I'm spoiling you, but if you drink a certain tonic, you can also like uh, accelerate the growth. I mean, there's a lot of things that can. You know, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, at least I'm not spoiling you with the story. It's just that. One yeah, thing. I mean the story is just one thing. Yeah. Well, if you spoil if you spoil a story for me, I'll spoil uh, my Hero Academia for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking enough. of story, uh, yeah. Red Dead Redemption Two happens, uh, I think, before the first Red Dead Redemption, because the one of the characters there, uh, you'll you'll f- uh, come across him uh, in the first uh, chapter is uh, John Marston. He's the guy who's uh, injured there. He's actually the main character of the first Red Dead Redemption. Oh, okay. I have not played uh, Red Dead 1, so I have no idea what the oh, story too. is. But, I mean, that's actually a good thing, It's right? actually pretty good because, yeah, because uh, we are not, we don't have to play the first Red Dead Redemption to enjoy yeah. this Red Dead Redemption. Exactly, exactly. I mean, no, like, you know, no shade onto the side of Red Dead 1. It's just more of like, I didn't have uh, an Xbox 360 or a PS3 at, uh, before when I was younger, so I never really had chance to play those games. And when I, because uh, again, me and Thunderath are our um, high school friends or childhood friends. Whenever I went to his place, I never really wanted to also try out Red Dead One because there's like tons of games that he also had that I could have tried out, and it's more of like multiplayer games that we did at that point. Yeah. Oh, speaking of multiplayer, Red Dead does have uh, multiplayer as well. Which we will try out possibly, because I want to be a cowboy with you and like rob some banks together, you know. Like, oh yeah, I want to like la- lasso some guys. No, drag them on my horse. Yeah, reach for the sky, varmint. It's high noon. <laughs> it's high noon. Yeah. All right. So just to finish off the part where I was talking about uh, the controller. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, <I> <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So, um, comparing the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller to, let's say, an Xbox One controller, um, the the buttons on the ProCon is has a weird uh, travel time. Like when you press on it, it's slightly longer. I feel like with with the Xbox One, and uh, as well as okay. it's more plastic. Uh, wait, no, that's not the word. What's the word? It's more matte plastic than glossy plastic. The Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you the, mean. Yeah, the, the material, right? The, the plating. Yeah. 
or and something. I, I, I can't yeah, what you say. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think planning or material. So I don't know if this is actually enhancing my gameplay, but the movements, the the slow again, going back to the slow movements of Arthur Morgan in uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, kind of feels more natural when I play with this controller than with the Xbox One that has very fast um, actuation distance. And by that, I mean like a very short actuation distance wherein if you press just a little bit, it registers immediately the press. So like, if you want to, like, yeah. I, I don't know, like, I feel like at the base of it, Xbox One controller is there for fast movement. And then for ProCon, um, it has a little bit more travel distance with the buttons and makes me feel like at least the motions that I do in Red Dead are kind of in sync. I'm not, I'm, I can't really put my words properly into it, but it just feels better playing with the Pro Controller. And if you guys have a chance to do that, if you have like a Pro Controller and you're playing on PC, give it a go. It feels really uh, nice. So, you know, I mean, maybe you can try it sometime. I think you have a Pro Controller yourself, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so but you, you know. I mean, give it a shot. Mouse and keyboard. <laughs> yeah. Just, just to also add to that. Yeah, yeah I'll you, try if, it out. If you're bored with trying to aim at your opponents, <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2 has ridiculous aim assist. <laughs> like. Oh, really? I never um, it's uh, like noticed a, that. Maybe I mean, it's because of uh, mouse, can, uh, yeah, mouse and keyboard. I, I don't think it works. Because uh, Destiny has that. Yeah. I think it only works with controllers. So, like, if you're in cover, right, and then you pop out of cover, aim at your opponent. It immediately, oh, you immediately snap into the uh, enemy's head. Um, yes. If you're in the, the direction ah, yeah, of yeah. where the enemy is, it snaps immediately. And then when the enemy tries to move, it tracks it perfectly. <laughs> or almost oh, yeah. perfectly. Uh, controllers have that. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, I mean, it, at least it it's there, right? I mean, I don't feel like a total badass because I don't, I don't have my aim with me when I play this game. But to be also fair, I'm not really in this game to be like a, a godlike in aim, right? I'm just there I to, guess, yeah. I mean, uh, I was gonna say people. like, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say like, it, this is coming from a guy who uh, uh, trashes on people in Destiny for using uh, target acquisition mods. That <laughs> is because get, it's uh, PvP and it was mouse and keyboard. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So just for context, there is a uh, mod. It, it's an in-game mod in Destiny where you can equip your what was it weapon or in your your armor. Weapons, yeah, weapons and your armor. Yeah. Yeah, with aim assist. On a mouse and keyboard so again <laughs> i'm like what in tarnation why would you allow that when you're using a mouse and keyboard where it doesn't make any sense like if it was a console where controllers are king fine sure go ahead because you know controllers uh controller users might have a harder time acquiring targets with the kind of limited motion of the joysticks right Compared to the uh, easy flicks or the not really easy flicks, but the flicks that are um, available to us mouse and keyboard. So I still don't understand that. But at least with a single player open world game, this is Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> really you can't helps. really fault me for that because I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, they're a lot of enemies and they're uh, they don't really have much, as much health. Um, but shooting them in the torso or any other part besides the head uh, does take at least two or three bullets. Uh, for me, it's always two bullets. Um, not sure if it's yeah, because my, my weapon's strong or I don't know. But if you're using a shotgun in your close range, it's one hit. Oh, yeah, def most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next 
uh, talking point that we have here. Um, oh, yeah. So dying on missions can ruin the immersion uh, for Red Dead Redemption 2. Or, or yeah, wait, let me, yes. Because of the set checkpoints in said missions. So um, as an example, so I can't really say it. Okay, okay. So there's like um, some missions that you'll do in the snow mountain part of Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, chapter one. Yeah, chapter one. So uh, each mission has, let's say, parts, right? Part one, part two, part three. And between those parts are checkpoints because let's say at the first part, you're going to be tracking, um, again, in the snow mountain part, like a uh, deer or something, right? After you track yeah, the deer, uh, you have a checkpoint because after that, you have to hunt it, shoot it, kill it, skin it, and then bring it back to the um, the, the camp. Yeah. The, I the, mean, the, the camp, yeah. The camp, The right? butcher. Yeah, so... Um, for example, there is like a cougar there and it kills you. Um, and uh, you're like super far away from where the deer is supposed to be and the cougar kills you. Sometimes the checkpoint actually teleports you to where the brings deer is or brings you all the way back. back so, to, yeah, to where you have to kill the deer again. Yeah, so I mean, again, this is kind of like a really good uh, thing in the sense that at least um, you're not going to be too frustrated with long missions because at least it does give you the chance to tell uh, to get right at the very next part of the checkpoint. But at the same time, it does take away from the continuity in our heads. I don't know why I did this as a talking point, but I just wanted to point it out that sometimes whenever I get like quests and like you know action quests and stuff like that, it kind of and you um, won't remember what you did or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So have you like experienced something like this? And you know, what are your do you like it? Do you not like this part of Red Dead? Should we just have like if you fail the mission, you don't have a checkpoint anymore, you just restart the mission, which I, I think is also equally frustrating. So it's still too early for us uh, for me to be able to um say because I've only like died once and or failed a mission once Try in to, Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, okay. So I, I could try it out later. Maybe I'll have myself get killed. Uh, the, the only one time I died was uh, looking, uh, looking for John Marston, uh, climbing the, the, the mountain. Uh, this was a time where like it was so hard for me to, um, to maneuver the horse because I was in first person. Oh, and yeah, uh, there yeah. was a cliff <laughs> right in front of me, <laughs> so I fell. Uh, but then um, I was uh, put back in exactly the same spot where I fell. Uh, that, that was where, I, uh, where my checkpoint uh uh, took me back. Interesting. So I really can't say. Uh, it could be like uh, it depends on the mission, for example, and or it depends where uh, you, uh, where your where the mission actually gives uh, puts you at the checkpoint or puts the checkpoint on. Yeah. But yeah, um, good checkpoint placing would probably be a good um, would be the most important uh, part here. Yeah, but let's not, say uh, yeah. you're in a certain mission and then your checkpoints like here, and then after a couple of um, uh, gunfights where you're actually at, let's say, um, uh, at the boss area, for example, and yeah. then you die, and you're go you're going back into the the first room where you have to fight a lot of guys. Yeah, that would be uh, annoying. Yeah. So it really depends on uh, where your checkpoints at, uh, where the where the games put your checkpoint. But again, I also kind of appreciate how they've coded the these you know these checkpoint markers because it doesn't feel like uh, at least uh, even though it feels like it could be better. It also makes you kind of redo the parts again because it's vital to the story or the part of that mission. So I feel like it's in a it's in a good place. It's not in the 
best place. But again, we don't know how to code properly. We, I've, I haven't even developed a game. I'm just a, a gamer. I just I just test stuff out, and um, you know it's fine. So I mean, aside from these checkpoints, I don't think they have a problem yeah, with yeah. that. Okay, I mean, yeah, I don't think so, they have a problem with the uh, the checkpoints part. Yeah. Same here, sort of. Like I'm, I'm just that type of guy who uh, has fatigue sometimes when you're playing a game for too long. Like, like okay, hardcore gamers out there would be saying, "Oh man, this Asteroid guy is like, uh, he can't do like ten <laughs> hours straight." Come on, guys. I, I, I still play a lot or in a day. It's just that you know I, I need, I need to get my rest at some point. So here's the thing: if, if, if. Okay. If I die and I have to like do everything again, even though it's like just a minute or two minutes tops, sometimes I just close the game and then restart. Like watch a little, a little bit of YouTube, uh, work a little bit, and then just go back because it it exhausts me. And I don't, I'm not sure if that's just with me. I mean, I haven't redone a mission uh, more than just twice. The one where I died and the one where I finished it. But I felt like, you know... Um, if I die at the first point, and then the checkpoint brings me back to to a part where it's I know that, or I, at least I think it's gonna be too long, I just close the game first and then just restart after like an hour or thirty minutes. I mean, would you be like that, or you're just gonna keep on going? I mean, I'd keep on going. I'm not sure if you could save uh, mid mission, so uh, you have to like finish the mission before you uh, close the game. Yeah. So I mean, I I'd, I'd keep going. <laughs> okay, so. That's another thing, right? So they they didn't they don't allow you to save missions or save game in between missions. So you have to either finish the mission, quit the mission, or you're not gonna be able to save. And again, with open world games out there allowing you to save any in any part of missions, I think this is like a a nice breath of fresh air because, again, I think what Red Dead has been trying or has been doing with this uh, second iteration or yeah second game is they're trying oh, to yeah they're trying to bring you that immersion. I mean sometimes it might frustrate you, sometimes infuriate you, but you have to appreciate the point where um, you're not gonna be in parts where you're not supposed to be. So like. Um, like let's say you save a game, right? You're in yeah. uh, the edge of the town, or maybe you're inside a saloon. When you load up the game again, you don't actually start right there. You start somewhere random, sitting down right, on your bike. horse, riding or something. Oh, okay. Be because when you load a game, it doesn't feel like you loaded a game. It's, it it felt like you started a new day in Red Dead. That I appreciate as well because uh, I'm I'm a real fan of immersion. Ever since yeah. uh, I started working, uh, I, just, I have that escapist mentality where I just want to go to a different world and uh, be another person, for example, or be in another room. <laughs> yeah, and so it does. Uh, yeah. I really appreciate that where um, where you go in the game and then you're yeah you're, you're like starting a new day, like you said. So it makes you feel like uh, you're an actual person in that world. Yeah, and the world doesn't feel ridiculous like it feels like you're living in actually what what the uh, what century was red dead in 1800s something uh, like that i'll check for you i think what year 1899 yeah okay yeah set in the recreation yeah, of the american old west in 1899 um 
So that, that's another thing, right? So the reason why I was talking about how it makes you really feel into the game. I started with talking about how the the movement in the game is slow. So this is the um, the next and possible final point that I pointed out here. And let's thunder around what's to add after this one. Uh, physics is well-coded in Red Dead Redemption 2. Bullets, bodies, and landscapes make it feel like you're a mortal man. Except for, you know, taking a few bullets into the chest and stuff like that. I mean, you don't die after getting hit by one shot because, I mean, I feel like that's like hardcore mode. And if you want to be like a, like a real life, uh, sort of real life gaming, you might want to set it that you way. Died one hit. But at least <laughs> if you're not that and you want to feel like slightly um, above human than the other ones, you take a little bit of the bullets. In any case, movement in the world itself has some... Uh, felt weight or gravity that makes you feel tethered during uh, gunfights. Like if you try to run up a mountain, you can't just like, again, um, the word that I used was you can't Skyrim over a mountain and then, you know, uh, go to where your opponents are if they're high up on that mountain uh, and their missions. Unless maybe you're on your horse, but even then, the horse itself can tumble and even kill you if you tumble. Yeah, it, it gets scared too, where you have uh, then you have to calm your horse, so th the horse isn't perfect. Yeah, but that that's um, what makes but, it perfect, right? The horse isn't perfect, yeah. and the horse in Red Dead Redemption Two is fantastically coded in the sense that the movement, the way that it acts, is like how you would be in f with a real horse. Um, you know, excluding some of the possible bugs that are obviously are still within open world games such as this. But you can see, right, when you play with the horse, when you ride with the horse, it feels like the horse is really there with you. I can't really say maybe that's because of your uh, of you being in third person. But I've always... Um, I never noticed how the horse really acts while, <laughs> while he's with me. Oh, I always have okay. a, tr uh, a tough time, like, um, trying to match the speed. Cause I'm, uh, you're controlling the horse when you're in the horse. Yeah. So, uh, I can't, I have a hard time, like, matching the speed uh, from you and your companion. Or, because you're on missions, you have, like, a, a guy there with you to help you out or to guide you on that mission. And they're also going to be on their horse. So, I have, like, a tough time, like, trying to match our speed. I know you can uh, hold the shift button, but it makes me feel like I'm going to keep going uh, faster uh, compared to my uh, well shift I mean like a sprint button where you have to uh, match the guy where you have to match your companion speed but if you're holding that sprint button you're gonna you might you're gonna feel like you're gonna move faster than your companion and leave them behind so I mean I really can't say that uh, the horse isn't as um, uh, isn't perfect yeah uh, it's not a perfect um, it doesn't make you feel like you're on that horse for me for you Question: yeah. in, in mouse and keyboard, do you have to um, hit rhythmically a certain button to make the horse gallop faster? Um, just hold your shift button or your sprint button. Okay, because in controller, I have to click. Um, I have to press. Well, at least the configurations that I have, I have to um, repeatedly again, rhythmically press A so that my horse will gallop faster. And at the same time, if I hit it in the right um, like clop, clippity cloppity of the horse, it also uh, reduces the amount of stamina that the horse uses as I gallop. So I'm not okay. sure. I mean, I'm not yeah. sure if I'm there yet because uh, 
all I'm doing is I'm not I'm not I'm not sure if you're talking about like racing with a horse or uh, going really fast with a horse. Just going but, uh, really all fast I've been with doing the horse. Is just, yeah. No, I, I just see. hold the shift uh, the spread button. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll also give a try to third person. I might give more of a try for first person so that we can, you know, figure out uh, what's happening here because I really feel like the horse is one of the uh, like selling points of Red Dead Redemption. Like you can't really do much without your horse because your horse is your mode of transportation. Unless you're you're a madman and you're just gonna walk all the way there, then that's gonna take you hours, possibly. Um, and the horse. Anyways, itself let's go back is, to topic. Where oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just just wanted to add, I just wanted to add that the horse is, uh, itself is like your carrier of everything. Like aside from your satchel. Oh yeah. Like, speaking of that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does carry everything. It carries like heavy deers. Going back to that uh, hunting mission, where yeah. it would, uh, it's going to carry the deer for you. I mean, I'm not, I've never had an experience with a horse, but that horse is strong to carry a, a deer that big. <laughs> True. I mean, you you probably see and, uh, more. It, it also. Um, yeah. It all. It's also. It also carries your items, and uh, your spare clothes. Because uh, one other thing in uh, Red Dead Redemption, is that. Uh, the temperature of the environment that you're going to does uh, affect your um, your status or your uh, your character status. Like mm. if it's too hot or too cold, it'll make you die faster. Yeah. So you have to carry like uh, spare clothes to match the environment. Uh, it also carries your uh, your weapons. So unlike uh, Grand Theft Auto, where you can just cycle to a lot of weapons in like your endless amount of your limited pockets, in mm. Grand, Grand Theft Auto. You, um, I mean, uh, so, uh, um, in where, where I'm at, you can carry like one um, long uh, rifle or one rifle and one uh, like uh, small gun, like a, a pistol. Then you mm -hmm. have to go to your horse to get your uh, that other item that you want to actually use. All right. Sorry, you were slightly choppy there because we're actually using. Um Discord right now? Oh, Discord. Yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, I, I've, I've, I've listened to podcasts where Discord had some uh, problems. Yeah. And this is why we're recording the audio so that I can, you know, I'll fix this in post-edit. So no need to worry about that. <laughs> Anyways, you were saying uh, something about the um, weapons in GTA, I think. Um, that's what, that's where the part oh, where yeah. I couldn't understand as much. So the weapons in GTA, um, you can carry all of your weapons in your unlimited, uh, in your uh, your infinite pockets, uh, <laughs> your infinite pockets, exactly. Yeah. Uh, in Red Dead, I'm not sure if it's just me, but you have to. You can carry only like um, your long rifle or your pistol. If you want to carry anything else, you have to go back to your horse and uh, pick it up there. Mm, yes, it's it's the same. It's the same. Yeah. Yeah. So it it, it creates a lot more um, uh, realism because you can't really you don't really have unlimited pockets. Yeah. And. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah, you kind of have to like if you're really hardcore into it, you have to prepare and like figure out which um, which type of weapon would be perfect in this situation. Although to be honest, the uh, the first weapon that you get, the rifle that's like mid range, long range, close range. Aside the that, yeah, with the yeah the repeater plus the the revolver that you have, I think that's already good enough. Like, there's not really a lot of situations, yeah. at least for me, because. Um, I'm a little bit deeper into the story than Thunderath. I think I'm already at 30%. Uh, I'm at 7%. At... <laughs> okay, damn. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> there at least are situations where you think it might work, but it doesn't. So 
at least for me, sometimes I kind of feel like the weapons are slightly pointless. But, 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 here's the thing. That is just what I think. Like, sometimes I would still like to just, you know, uh, grab, grab a shotgun, go straight in to face my opponents, and just like, blast them. I mean, honestly, uh, with um, Rockstar games like Grand Theft Auto, I mean, yeah. you don't really have to look for a specific weapon. Uh, any weapon that you have would uh, do the job. That's true, true. Yeah. I mean, it's the wild. It's not like uh, RPG games where you have to, uh, uh, your weapons have specific stats. And uh, yeah, you can only carry this weapon when you're in this level, for example. Oh, yeah. Or like in, uh, I've also been trying out Witcher 3, but I've actually corrupted my safe house way too many times that I, I felt a little bit bored. So <laughs> I'm going to wait till I, that kind of passes and I'm going to go for another uh, clean run. So in Witcher, okay. you only have, you have like, two weapons that you always carry with oh, you, yeah. which is your silver, silver sword and, and steel normal, sword. Yeah, so sword. steel sword yeah. is used for um, mortal beings. And then uh, silver is for the uh, creatures, like night creatures and stuff like that, because, you know, yeah. silver is a pure element. And Laura goes that it burns and it hurts, um, like, ghouls, werewolves, vampires, shit like that. And... You don't have that in Red Dead because they're all just, you know, humans who die to bullets. So it's like, like you said, it's your smorgasbord of how you want the carnage to to unravel. Where it be, you know, you're just someone who likes to use pistols, stuff like that. If you're someone who likes to go a la sniper because you, you feel like, you know, you're such a... Um, if you've watched, you know, American Sniper, you feel like it's such a uh, American Sniper or... If you're if you want a little bit more meat spreading action, shotguns are the way to go because yes, you can blow somebody's brains out literally in the game. Really? Uh, I've never, I've never oh, seen my. that. Okay. But, uh, it's not. It's not. Stories. Rockstar games like are that uh, <laughs> intense. I mean, I mean, I feel like if you would make a Western cowboy game and not have gore, then you just make another game I, I feel like like violence and gore is hand in hand with westerns is i wouldn't a, say that i mean i'd I mean, say that for like okay. uh post-apocalyptic worlds but <laughs> Post uh, i'm not sure if you've uh, watched like uh, uh old re uh, old western films like from clint, uh, clint eastwood or uh, um, yeah you, just the dust settling yeah, and, yeah 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 you okay. don't really see their heads exploding, you know? <laughs> I mean, if, if it's the movies, but, uh, I guess, okay. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, the only, like, um, like, the only thing I can think of that have that has those types of lore, uh, gore in sandy places or, or western-like places or post-apocalyptic worlds like mm. uh, Mad Max Fallout. or uh, Borderlands. Yeah. Uh, or Borderlands, or Fallout, yeah. Where uh, Fallout New Vegas. Well, where uh, the heads actually explode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't really see that with, um, you know, classic style old, uh, old Western uh, type of games. Mm. So I, I, I can't really relate there. True. Um, but well, uh, going back to, like, um, using specific weapons in Red Dead, I mean, th there is a, um, a bow where you use that specifically for hunting. Because you, if you use your gun, it'll... Um, It'll scare off other animals uh, around it, around uh, around you, and uh, it will also ruin the the meat that you're trying to hunt. Really, it ruins the meat. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. I. Oh, maybe I'm. Okay, guys. I I, I try shooting at uh, like running targets. With yours? Yes. With a oh, repeater. <laughs> and try eating the uh, meat with some gunpowder gun or some bullets in it. <laughs> yeah, at least you have some iron in your system, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Some lead, actually. <laughs> Eat lead. Yeah. Well, um, okay. So those are already almost actually all the points that I've popped out <laughs> for our, you know, podcast here. Is there anything else that, you know, interests you in Red Dead Redemption before we, uh, close this, this first pilot episode of our podcast? So I was actually thinking about, uh, what type of game Red Dead Redemption is. I was thinking like RPG, but, uh, Oh. Defining RPG, you actually have to like uh, create your character, like make uh, choose how uh, how they fight. For example, like if you want to invest in agility or strength, but it isn't really like that. So I checked Google and what type of game it is. It's mm-hmm. uh, listed as a survival game, which is actually um, what it is. Because um, one thing with Red Dead Redemption is that you have to monitor your uh, like, like we just discussed a while ago, uh, what you wear in, in, the, in the environment. If it's cold, you have to wear like um, fur coats. If it's hot, you have to take off those fur coats or else you'll sweat or uh, be hard to uh, be easier to kill. You also have um, your stamina, which... Because um, there, there's two things. There's, uh, on the le- left side, le- lower left corner, you'll see um, your health, stamina, and uh, an eye thing for your um, eagle eye. Now, yeah. uh, it's a circle, but inside that circle is another bar, which is the core, yeah. where um, that's the actual uh, thing that you're trying to protect. Now, for, for you to be able to like replenish those, you have to eat, you have to rest, so it adds a little bit of um, the hardcore vibe, uh, hard, hardcore vibe like in uh, Fallout where you have to eat. You can't just uh, yeah. go without eating. Uh, eating is an important thing in uh, Red Dead Redemption. And resting yeah. as well, like um, uh, immersion through sus- sustain sustenance or sustaining yourself. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I've, I've kind of felt that as well. Though I don't really understand fully how the the circle on the, the outside and the cores work. I guess like feed Arthur whatever, and I feed my horse whatever, and then it's fine. Um. So the the cores are um. Or well, well, let me start with the outer circles. So those replenish over time. The course yeah. are the actual stuff that you have to replenish through food, through resting and stuff. Yeah. Based on my knowledge. Yeah, and then there's the like and there's like um, items as well that turn it yellow, which is like fortification. Uh, they call it something like that. Exactly, and items that uh, actually um, hurt those uh, those uh, stats. Like um, yeah. a cigar would uh, increase your that eye thing. I think that's uh, your awareness. Yeah. Or your uh, um, your restlessness, I guess. Yeah. And the stamina. Uh, it but it hurts your stamina. It makes yeah. it harder for you to run. Because if you smoke, your lungs are gonna <laughs> get hurt. I mean that's true. That's true. And if you drink too much, even though it gives you extra stats or status or whatever, you I also can say healthier. Yeah. All yeah. right, so um, I was I was kind of planning on ending already, but uh, you know, you talking about certain topics kind of formed more talking points into my head. So are you also going? Uh, you know, that's okay, yeah, that's yeah, okay. 
Good stuff. All right, so let's talk more about the game, at least until where Thunderath have reached, so that we don't um, spoil. Yeah. Spoil. We won't talk about the story because obviously, for those who are going to be listening to this, um, we won't. But we I mean, will be it, talking about. I think it's safe to just play. Uh, to talk about chapter one. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we talk about chapter one. Okay. Okay. So let's start it off. So um, I'm gonna pop out the wiki here so that I don't, you know, mess any. Uh, information up so anyways um, our main character here is arthur morgan and he is one of the members of the notorious van der lind gang uh, i'm not sure if i pronounced that properly van der lind gang i think you have to say it a little bit faster van der lind gang yeah so um the the leader of that gang is called dutch van der lind and he's like the um like coolest outlaw leader out there because whenever you hear about outlaw leader you think about the burly uh, the burly big muscular guys you just like uh bring me my ale or my meat it sounds very viking but it also kind of applies yeah dude. <laughs> it, it also it's all i think it also applies to uh um cowboy outlaws where like the big bad is the one who always like um almost always is the leader of the pack because everybody fears him and stuff but that but it's opposite with dutch right he's beloved by his gang and he wants to make sure that his gang survives for as long as possible compared to the other outlaws that you're gonna be uh, facing in this one where you know quantity is more than quality but for dutch uh the leader of the gang uh, and um the father figure for arthur he is the uh what you call this um, he goes over quality over quantity. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so um, they are starting to run from the law, uh, which is called the Pinkerton Detectives, I think, and as well as a rival outlaw, which is called the O'Driscolls. Um, from a town called Blackwater. They did this job. It was supposed to give them tons of cash for them to uh, retire. And then it kind of fell through and then now they're on the run. So ergo, Thunderath was talking about the uh, Snowy Mountains. That is where you've run to after escaping uh, Blackwater. And you want to, you know, uh, reach up to this one because you're more, you've recently played this more than I did because I've, I'm a little bit farther into the game. I mean, the, this part of the uh, the story, chapter one, is more on like um, teaching you how the game act, uh, how the game is actually played. It mm -hmm. teaches you about hunting, because one of the stories there is that uh, so you're in the run, uh, your your operation botched, so you have you you ran away from your like your actual um, yeah. uh, place uh, or uh, living place. Yeah, you had to leave everything behind, so you're left with nothing. So yeah. one of the missions there is that you have no food, so you have to go hunting. So it teaches you about hunting. Uh, the other thing that it teaches you is basically like, uh, like how to shoot and stuff like that. How to ride your horse. Uh, so most of chapter one is just teaching you that, and uh, it basically ends where you're at, you're back on your feet. Uh, it's not much story there, uh, uh, to tell there, but you're yeah. back on your feet and you're ready to uh, to try again. Yeah. Chapter one. So I mean the best or the the yeah. the, the most um, the fun the most fun part of chapter one is where you actually uh, uh, rob a train, <laughs> and it's it's a botch operation as well. But you uh, but you uh, but you actually um, 
find a way to be able to to fin- uh, to complete that uh, job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's kind of how it goes, right? Since you're you're living as an outlaw, you have to adapt to the situation. I think that's also what um, what Red Dead kind of excels at. There's no one clear path of doing stuff like oh, yeah. yeah yeah maybe uh some missions and stuff might have you do one thing to complete it but like the way that you approach them uh, the way that you select what missions you use what you do in your spare time when you're not doing missions that's i think like what makes red dead redemption really really fun is you know the the options so let's go to the Oh, uh, speaking of that, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I just want to bring something up. Yes, go ahead. I'm not sure if it has any consequences because um, one other thing that you can do, uh, one other thing that the game the game lets you decide is where to uh, kill or let uh, a certain um, uh, <laughs> NPC go. Because okay. uh, the one, the very first mission, uh, yeah. you'll spar with a uh, or you'll uh, beat up some uh, a rival gang member. Yeah. And then uh, you weaken him, and then you get information out of him. Then you're given a choice, uh, or Dutch, the leader, will give you a choice. It's up to you, man. You want to kill him or uh, let him go. I mean, uh, for the honorable man I am, I always let him go. So I don't know if it will have any consequences. Oh. Uh, but that's one thing that I want to bring up in Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Um, you uh, you have choices that may I haven't seen any repercussions yet that may affect the story or um, might even bring harm to your um. To your group, so that's that's something that I want to bring up. Okay, <clears throat> that's exactly what I was about to just talk about. So, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfect, right? So, um, let me just mull into my head again. Yeah, so there's two main things in uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, two mechanics uh, in Red Dead Redemption Two that I think trumps everything else. Like everything is just uh, more of like. Um, customizations that you can do within the game but anyways these two mechanics are as thunderrat says is so you can decide whether to be an honorable outlaw or a dishonorable outlaw so like he said um if you kill um these these outlaws and stuff like that sometimes these helpless civilians there's actually a meter that pops out, which is a red and white meter. Oh, red, really? Red on the left. Uh, I'm not sure if I should have said that. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay. okay. So red on the left, um, white on the right. So you, um, so kind of like you can choose to become as dirty as they can be. I'm not really sure, uh, like what Thunderath was saying, if it has any consequences, if it has any repercussions, if you become like this dastardly outlaw. But I'm actually moving towards that, where in every situation that I can help someone, I don't help them and I just, you know, murder them in the spot. Okay, which is good because at least we'll be able to like uh, compare what our experiences are. I'll try to be the good guy, you try to be the bad guy, and then we'll tell us our sides of the story. Yeah, true enough, true enough. Um, aside from that, I think there's like a byproduct that's not really intended for uh, like it, it's it's like a byproduct of being a bad guy. Wherein um, again, I'm not sure if Thunderath has experienced this already since he only finished uh, chapter one, I think, and he's only already down the mountain. But at some point, if you start killing multiple people, other people will see it, and these other people are called witnesses. 
So these, oh, okay. yeah. So these witnesses, if they are able to escape you and they saw you do the crime, they will report it to the authorities and you will have a bounty on your head. And if the bounty is high enough, it will limit you to certain things. I won't say that, I won't say which things because again, I think I've spoiled too many of the mechanics already, but you'll figure it out. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. So you can also choose to silence this witness or not. And if you silence this witness, it also adds to you being a bad guy and it like it boops the meter a little bit more to the red zone. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that sounds fun. Yes. I mean, uh, as an avid uh, One Piece uh, uh, fan, uh, bounties is, are really important. So just hearing that I'll get a bounty makes me actually want to lead to the uh, bad side. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can, you can. It's fine. Join the dark side, man. I mean, I've, I've played too many games where you're the, you're the goody-goody. Uh, um, I've played also like Skyrim games where I didn't disrespect anybody. I, I played like a perfect saint in that game. And even though I'm the Dovahkiin and stuff like that, there was a little bit of a part of me that wanted to be the bad guy. And now in Red Dead Redemption 2, it the game makes you feel like being the bad guy has its consequences, but the consequences actually, are outweighed by the enjoyment and the rewards of being a bad guy. I mean, also, because logically speaking, um, in, during these times, I mean, it would be a good idea to uh, kill like your rival gang, for example. because Or uh, in the train mission, you keep uh, some guys hostage. So yeah. uh, you're, you're, you're given the choice either to kill them or not. So if you don't kill them, you run that risk of them, yeah, reporting you. Uh, and, but if you, uh, I mean, if you don't kill them, yeah, you're given that risk of them reporting you. But if you kill them, there's no risk. Yeah, uh, you're saving your you and your tribes uh, or your groups' uh, skin. Mm. So mm. it does um, make sense um, during that time. Uh, Character-wise, it's the most logical choice to um, to kill them. Yeah. And uh, I also want to bring up because uh, we were talking about the saving part earlier. Yeah. Uh, that's it's also a good thing where you can't save uh, during mid mission because uh, you brought up Skyrim, yeah. where uh, there are there are times where you're given a choice like uh, uh, do I say this or do I say that or do I kill them or do I don't. Uh, so you can't save before that. I mean, you can save before that mission, but you have but to go to all. But process. you can't save like right before that choice, right? Correct. Yeah. So that that. that that part of not being able to save uh, mid-mission creates a, uh, a more um, uh, like makes it, it harder it for impact. you to explore. Yeah, it, ha it, it, make, it gives it more impact. Uh, like you have to actually think about your decision instead of like, uh, oh, I don't like this decision because I have to go back. Yeah, <laughs> reload, it, the, reload the save file and we're good. Yeah, yeah so you have to really think about it. Yeah, that, that's the thing, right? So. You kind of develop with your character in Red Dead because I felt like uh, at the start um, I had to kill that guy in the Snow Mountain because I didn't want him to report back to his boss. And then you know, there's like a uh, at least in in my head, uh, there's gonna be like more people chasing after us because I let him survive, right? Yeah. But at the same time, I, I wanted to be honorable at first, but then it just got more fun doing these stuff and even though sometimes i regret some of these decisions i'm like yeah i'm just gonna keep going with this because this is already w what i am like if like in skyrim you can actually revert back because oh i didn't like it i'm you know i, I was afraid of uh, having this outcome you don't live with the consequences in red dead you have to live with the consequences true i mean exactly hmm. so 
Um, so yeah, uh, I'm not sure uh, if um, if it's bad that I know about the red and uh, white thing, but uh, I'm glad to know that uh, <laughs> I used to have like just um, it make those choices actually mean something because I fe- I kind of felt like those choices don't mean anything in the long run and yeah. just there to uh, add some you know add some uh, decisions for you. And I'll just say, that, uh, yeah. And I'll just say, like, if you go more to the bad side or more to the good side, you will see some hints and effects all around you pop out, which uh, you should like look forward to if ever. You you probably notice it immediately okay. um, if you're a bad guy. So you know, look forward to that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So okay, um, I think that's about it. About? Or unless you want to add something more, you know. Um, I mean, uh, probably uh, some gripes about the um, mm. game would probably be okay. Last um, part what, just, for yeah. me personally. Oh, sorry. For me personally, it's hard. Uh, those tiny circles that we were talking about—the uh, health, stamina, and restlessness. Or, oh, sorry. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. I can. Yeah, yeah. My, my, um, I was pressing my microphone button. Uh, but anyways, um, those circles in the bottom, they're so small for me. I, I, it's hard to tell if, uh, it's hard for me to see if I'm actually getting hit or if I'm dying mm. or something like that. Oh, how? That's one, one thing I don't. Is, is your like monitor small or something? No, my, my monitor's just, um, how, how big is my monitor actually? 24 inch? It's not small. No, no, no it's not. Uh, I'm not sure. It's not, it's not small. I can I can I see. see it. I'm, I'm right near, right, right, uh, right in front of my monitor. Like just a couple of, uh, like one foot away from my monitor. Okay, because I, I've never really felt like that before. Because it's always been visible to me. But I don't know if it, if that's also me or if somebody has experienced the same thing as you that you can't really monitor your meters as well as others. Mm. I mean, also the other thing is that they disappear. So, uh, what if I need to know how oh, how much health do I have left, or how much stamina oh, do I have left? It disappears true. also. Yeah. Well, a workaround for me is I always uh, pop out the um, the menu for selecting your oh, yeah, weapons the... and stuff, and it just pops out there. Yeah. Um, although that it that does get oh, a little bit tedious, but yeah. How yeah, that's one thing. Um, because yeah. I want to like um, change my weapons quickly, because I have like a button that says uh, next weapon to uh, previous weapon. So I can cycle my uh, gun and my 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 primary gun and my my handgun. Yeah. Um. Sometimes when I try to do that, uh, it prompts up the uh the the, the circle thing. Mm. The tab menu. Okay. I, I I get that. I get that. Uh, and uh, melee attacking because uh, there are sometimes where you have to go uh right n- next to the enemy, right yeah. in front of them. I mean, uh, oh, I I don't know if there's a specific melee button. But you have to change to your um, fists, fists or yeah. your knife. Yeah. It is, it is. To be able to like melee. Oh yeah, there you go. That's one okay. thing I don't yeah, like. I mean, that's with, that's with all the Grand Theft Auto games. Um, but then Grand Theft Auto, you don't have to worry about getting too close to the enemy. I mean, unless you're uh, going to be fist fighting them. Okay. But in, 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 a, gun, uh, in a gunfight, you're always like um, far away from them and uh, killing them from a... Uh, from my range in uh, on behind cover. Yeah, I guess that's why I'm also I've also turned into the bad guy because sometimes I'm just supposed to like talk to a civilian, and I accidentally aim at them and shoot them because um, I was equipped with my weapon rather than just my fists. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that has happened multiple times with me before, but it's never really been a gripe of mine. What has been a uh, gripe of mine is probably I don't know if it's a minor detail or something, but this is all this has happened to me also very multiple times since we don't have uh, you know the traditional fast traveling, so you always have to move with your horse you or your go horse. on train. But yeah. most of the time, I just go in my horse because I really like riding that thing. It's so satisfying. It's like galloping through the the plains and the uh, the fields and whatnot. Um, when you're going through forests and stuff, because sometimes it's the it's the shorter way to go. Uh, there is there's gonna be like this uh, mini map that shows you like the the route, right? The um, the standard yeah, the GTA uh, line route where it shows you. Sometimes you can you actually have to go to where? yeah, like a GPS. GPS exactly. So sometimes you can actually bypass that and just follow it straight because it just you just have to go through some uh, thicket or some brush or even a little bit of. Uh, forest and whatnot uh the the way that the ai works for the the horse is sometimes it can jump over rocks if it's small enough or you know if the horse can jump uh has enough jump height i guess can also jump through fences but there are and uh sometimes if the rock or the uh, obstacle is big enough it will just stop you from moving forward and kind of just swerve to the right or the left to dodge specific um, obstacles. But yeah, yeah, there are going to be points where it will completely ignore that and basically face face plant you (laughs) into the wall, um, resulting in killing you. Or if you're up high in the mountain, sometimes the horse, it just jumps off the fucking cliff and you tumble over and you can't stop and you can't load because you have to wait for you to end your tumble and sometimes it takes very long time which is very very um (laughs) tedious to me and i like i dodged that but then my horse accidentally just went straight at it and then you know instant damage to me and my horse um that is like that's, what I thought, the that's how I break. first died. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I, that's how I died. I fell off because I couldn't control my horse. Which um, I'm not sure. I ever rode a horse, uh, like I said. I'm not yeah. sure if uh, that's how you actually ride a horse. But um, I I'm gonna assume that's. I mean, if, at the end of the day, it's not a car where you're the one controlling that car, because a horse actually has its own mind. So yeah. you can't really um say for sure what it's gonna do. It could be like, oh no, I don't want to go there, or. <laughs> I uh, I didn't see that. Sorry, <laughs> it's gonna face plant itself to the uh, to the cliff or to the yeah uh, to the rock, which is good because realistically, um, yeah, you, uh, you don't really fully control that horse. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm kind of wondering if I'll ever get a horse that is uh, as fast as a car, not like a sports car or anything, but you know, you know what I mean, like faster than the 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 default horse that you have. Uh, well, uh, wa- uh, watching Back to the Future, because uh, uh, one of the things during Back to the Future is they have to go 88 miles per hour. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which is uh, how much? How much for the, is that? For kilometers the, for the DeLorean to uh, to activate its 141 kilometers capacitor was it? Yep. Which yeah. is um fast because that's uh, that's like highway uh, speed. Yeah. Uh, the fastest a horse can go, uh, horse speed. Uh, 50, it's 55 uh, miles per hour, which is like um, a driving in a highway. Yeah. Or not a highway, uh, in a um, in a commercial uh, st- commercial road, commercial street. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, it's it's as fast as a car. <laughs> I mean, horses are fast as cars. I mean, I'd like to see a faster one, at least on the one I'm using right now. Even though I do love it, and I've called it Windjammer, because, you know, it's like a homage okay. to How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> can you actually name your horse, or did you, did you just name it? You can name your horse. Oh, you can name your horse in game? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call it Windjammer. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's yeah. Gandalf's horse again? I'll name it that. Uh, Shadowfax. <laughs> Shadowfax, okay. Yeah. All right, so I think that's about it for this particular oh, uh, episode. One, one other thing. Oh, yeah, uh, okay. I forgot to uh, I probably ask. I mean, uh, it's not a story. Uh, it's not a story thing. But can you uh, can you horse jack somebody like uh, steal their horse? Yeah, you can. And then uh, ha ha have it as your horse. It's still a, a GTA game in a sense. You can steal a horse. Okay. But but okay. So I was gonna, I was gonna bring it up like. Um, in yeah. Red Dead Redemption, I'm, uh, in, uh, of course, I'm just in the mountains, so I don't see as much people. Uh, there aren't any, uh, there aren't many horses uh, compared to like the number of cars that you see in GTA. Mm. You see cars everywhere. You can steal them. In uh, uh, again, I'm not uh, that far in Red Dead Redemption. You don't see as many horses that you can uh, just uh, pick up and uh, steal. Well, I mean, it's just. Uh, there's a good amount of horses that you can steal in uh, in the game. I'll I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I just haven't gone too far. I mean, again, now chapter two. Yeah. All Anyways, right. uh, how would you rate it so far? Like in the scale of one to ten. Okay. Um. All right. I guess this is our uh, like conclusion. You know, for the meantime, we can probably like make another one. Uh, when we're deeper into the game, like what we think about the story like and stuff like that, yeah. like a like a spoil a spoiler uh, podcast. Um, like maybe after we finish it. Yeah, true, true. Or until we stop playing it, because sometimes you know you don't finish games, you just kind of experience. Oh it. no! I, yeah, I'm I mean, not that type of guy. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I am, because uh, I really like playing competitive games, and sometimes that kind of the time that I have to play with competitive games and just story driven games, it hits each other. So I'm. I default to choosing competitive games, but again, that's just me. Uh, anyways, um, I'm going to have to rate Red Dead Redemption, at least for now, a 10 over 10. Because, uh, hear me out now, um, I only play like a couple of story-driven games from, uh, or, you know, uh, open world games like Breath of the Wild, um, Fire Emblem Three Houses, and like in the recent years, those are the only ones that I can remember playing. Uh, maybe even yeah, Borderlands Three, and um, very rarely does a game ever hook me in with either its uh, aesthetics, with its story, with its immersion. And I gotta say, like Red Dead Redemption Two checks a lot of my boxes and then some. Like I really feel like the game is evolving with how I play it and um, a lot of open world games out there might not do the same you know where you play it and nothing there's no consequence to the actions that you do you just upgrade yourself and that's about it uh, like with prototype there, um, you know the the Alex Mercer uh, mutant hack and slash open world game it felt like the world was super big but it felt not alive. There's no life. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. But with Red Dead Redemption, together. yeah. But with Red Dead Redemption, 
there's so much happening with it. Like people remember, you remember what you do whenever you do something, whenever uh, there is an action that you that has consequence on it. So I give it a 10-10. 10? Yeah, that's, you gave it a perfect score out of the bat there, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, at, least, at least at the beginning, you know, like uh, reviews can always change depending on like how I, uh, how more I play of the game. But we'll see, at least for now. Oh yeah, of course. Um, I'd probably give it personally an 8 out of 10. I mean, I don't want to give it that 9 or 10 spot yet. Yeah. Uh, but so far, everything's uh, all beautiful. I love the scenery. Um, the story, uh, I haven't gone too far, so I can't really say. But uh, as far, uh, from what I saw, everything looked interesting. Because uh, you have, um, they'll, they'll tell you, they'll constantly remind, remind you that, that something happened before then that you really want to know. Like, uh, how did this um, job first botch in Blackwater? Yeah. And uh, uh, you also get, um, uh, if you played Red Dead Redemption 1, you see the first, um, the, the main character there, John Marston. You want to see what happened to him, because you'll, you'll see him as a weak man. People uh, insult him. You want to see how he grows there. I mean, he's not the main character, but you want to see him get to the point where he's at in Red Dead Redemption 1 mm -hmm. uh, at the start. Um, so story-wise, everything um, seems uh, int uh, intriguing so far. Gameplay-wise, um, not too much of a fan. Uh, I haven't. Uh, I, I I forgot to bring this up, but uh, the the cover mechanic is pretty. Uh, I mean, it's probably just me. Uh, probably oh. don't know how uh, to do it because uh, I'm in like a, a certain small cover, like a barrel. Yeah. And I uh, you either like uh, aim up. If I try to aim down or aim to the left or to the right of the barrel, I can't seem to do that. I have to like exit my cover and then uh, yeah, you don't want to move. I agree. I actually totally forgot about the cover mechanic. The cover mechanic in Red Dead definitely needs a lot more work. But yeah, I guess that's because of how the the assets in the world is covered. You know, they're not like um, what what game like not, they're not like Gears of War where um, yeah. There's let's say rectangles that you can put your back on. These are these are multi polygonal assets that sometimes don't have a flat surface for you. So it's either you latch onto them when you when you um, yeah. when you take for cover, or it latches slightly and then one movement actually pops you out of cover. Or when you shoot, like you said, you're actually blocked by that cover. Exactly, and then uh, much. Uh, I haven't tried it out yet, but uh, let's say a, a, a large rectangular um, cover. I'm not sure if you can actually move uh, all, all throughout the entire cover, but uh, every time I try, um, every time I'm in that position where I'm in a rectangular cover, mm -hmm. like a wall, yeah, that uh, a long wall, I try to like move while I'm in that cover. I, I can't seem to move. I have to like get off that cover for me to be able to move. Yeah, yeah. I, I've uh, I've also experienced that. So. I guess I guess that's one of the also like the faults for Red Dead like the cover system is not as polished as the other systems. Yeah, I mean uh, they could easily just fix that. I mean I, I'm not sure I'm a like, game developer, but uh, we've seen other games do it where they can you can like move the cover easily, change which uh, which part of the cover you want to peek. Yeah, like if you want to peek up, peek down, peek left, or uh, not down. <laughs> I mean uh, peek lower. You know? Yeah. I mean, you can't do that in Red Dead. Um, you can actually crouch, but I mean, like, um, you can only, when you click on the right click button, you're only gonna peek one way. No. 
Oh yeah, Let's you say can crouch change your, under a cover. You can yeah. You also can change your shoulder yeah. when you peek. So sometimes there's a obstruction yeah. in front of you. Yeah, I've also experienced that. Yeah, that's one thing I have. Uh, I have um, with the gameplay. It's not uh, perfect uh, with that. Mm-hmm. And again, I talked about the horse where it's uh, not perfectly controllable. Uh, so uh, I'd give it an eight out of ten. Okay. Okay. Still, I would give it a ten out of ten. Um, even though the that that kind of also hinders my gameplay, the gunplay is still satisfying. Not in the sense that competitive shooter is satisfying, but gameplay wise, satisfying. All right. I mean, it, uh, it's it's still fun to shoot people in the head. True. True. Uh, that's a good. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I forgot to bring this up. But when you actually shoot people in the head, there are some times where you. You get like these uh, cinematics where ooh, oh, yeah. you actually shoot somebody in the head and then uh, they fall out. Uh, that's both bad and good. Good for the good uh, for the cool factor. Bad because like if you're in the moment and then you shoot somebody uh, and you're trying to kill another person, if you shoot that guy first, you're taken out of it. You have to wait for the animation to go and then you have yeah. to uh, re-aim on the next guy. Yeah, for me, I, I just find it fun. Like I don't understand. Why? Because it didn't feel like it's such an amazing shot. You know how like comparing it to Skyrim's yeah. executions. Uh, if it's an execution, you slice off their heads or like you do like a really explosive move. But when you're just playing with guns, I don't know what's the difference between this shot and this shot. From why this shot went slow <laughs> right. and that shot is just a regular, you know, bullet flying through the air. <laughs> like you just shoot, shoot him at the uh, the hip. And it get it gets that yeah. kill shot uh, <laughs> animation. <laughs> all right, I've said all right so many times already. I know I, if some if someone is no, already, like listening to, listening to this uh, this podcast. No, because like the all right I was talking about is like me close uh, ending the the episode for this podcast. But we've been adding so much stuff in between that I probably will just keep this in the edit. I just edit the uh, the audio, but keep this intact because yeah, I want the whole just, podcast um, edit out some uh, yeah. some like uh, silences but yeah mm-hmm. dude, it's, uh, I don't blame you there's so much stuff to talk about I mean we probably miss a lot of stuff to talk about but yeah. uh, maybe we'll do another, yeah, another I mean I don't blame when, you uh, when we've played more of the game oh, oh yeah most definitely and uh, we'll talk about other games as well uh, yeah of you, course okay you, you know uh, let's add this sort of segment here what other games do we want to play you know just a just a quick before we okay. really end the podcast so um if is, is it okay for me to start um sure yeah go ahead so i've you recently um ran over this youtube video of a um single developer uh like a solo developer creating his game and how he um, how he made it popular with zero dollars in marketing. Like he just marketed himself. And the game is called The First Tree. And that tree, it means like, um, is, you know, the vegetation that's on the floor, not the number. Um, and this is basically like, like a story driven, um, cinematic, aesthetically pleasing game where you play as a fox moving through a ridiculously beautiful, color graded uh, land. I'm not sure about the story, but it just looks great. And at first, at like what looking it? at it, okay, it it looks like you're playing Okami, but with a different skin. 
And that is also what he planted into the heads of people where people, uh, where fans were saying, this looks like a Kami, I want to play it ASAP. So, you know, um, aside from that, this looks like a game that I would definitely want to play out. And it's not expensive, like $5, sure. I mean, yeah, $6, it's... you know. Good to yeah, call. No, uh, I, yeah, let's try it out. Uh, let's see, uh, let's finish it and then let's talk about uh, yeah. what we felt with, uh, with the game. Yeah, yeah uh, I have more down budget. I'll probably do it. <laughs> it's only $5. <laughs> Hell, or in, uh, I have us, zero income right now. It's uh, three hundred pesos. pesos. Yeah, <laughs> actually, how, even less. Yeah. How about you? What game <clears throat> would you be uh, interested in, like you know, checking out that you haven't played before? Oh, okay. Because uh, uh, I was gonna say Destiny out, right? Because the next season's coming out uh, next month, so that's, could, that's uh, fine. That's fine. Could... It's it's a new content. You can you can also talk about that. Uh, other stuff. I'm checking my um, my Steam games right now. Uh, I've only seen. I only uh, like played Final Fantasy recently. I mean, let's say check new games. What else is there? Uh, well, besides games, uh, I also want to talk about like animes because we're also anime fans. Well, yeah. well, we'll do that in another anime. different one. Yeah. <laughs> different one. Oh. Okay. Uh, we can talk about. Last of Us Two is about to come out. Oh, dude! I've seen so many uh, bad things already? about that, though. Oh, really? There's, there are leaks about it, yeah. And people aren't really happy about those leaks. We can talk about it in another segment. Uh, these um, news that we uh, yeah. uh, talk about. But dude, um, I'm not sure if you've read, uh, seen, seen some news. But a lot of people are mad. About the they, game or about the, the leaks? Because the, the, the leaks basically gave out the whole story. Of oh, uh, uh, Last of Us Two, okay. I mean, yeah, some some people are mad because the leaks came out, but they're also mad on the uh, of the at uh, the story itself. So it's not as good I mean, as I'm the first one. I mean, um, it's controversial. Controversial. Oh. Yes. Now you're getting me curious. I definitely want to give that a shot. I mean, you you want to give a. Uh, you want to check the leak or do you want to no you know, i'm not gonna game i'm gonna play the, the game because i finished the first last of us as well like a couple of years back okay yeah so i want to continue I mean, what happens yeah, yeah, to uh, joe and ellie i mean it's not um joe? it's not it's joe. nothing new there, joe it's yeah. nothing new i mean there are a lot of games there with horrible endings so it's nothing new i'm um, just letting you know that that that's actually a thing yeah. with the last of us too. yeah i mean that's that's always the difficulty as a storyteller right like yes games are mediums of storytellers like how do you wrap up such like if you have if you created like an amazing story how do you wrap up such an amazing uh game such an amazing movie such an amazing series right yeah it's always gonna be that pressure yeah where uh how am i gonna Get everything or uh, wrap up everything to, to the uh, really yeah. nicely or something. I mean, Game of Thrones didn't do it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I haven't read the book, so I, I can't really say if it followed the book or not or whatever. Oh, it definitely didn't follow the book. The book's the book's not even over. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, so, uh, that's one other thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, there are a lot of stuff like that where it doesn't follow the book or, and it just starts out horribly. It doesn't follow the game or the book. Yeah. People like to try out new things and, you know, deadlines, Hollywood, stuff like that. It's... Dude, yeah, especially Hollywood. They have, um, 
I mean, I don't want to talk politics, but uh, everything seems to have an agenda at this, uh, uh, yeah. at these times. I mean, yeah. I mean, what's the thing? Like, even in video games, in a sense, uh, especially if it's if yeah, it's I a mean, triple like, A if if it's a triple A title, right? You um, yeah. sometimes the the devs are always up against the investors because the investors are the ones who. Uh, provide the funding so sometimes if they want the game to be released now you have no choice but to release a game even though it might not be as polished as um as if you would have maybe spent a month or two more on it like uh let's say anthem you know stuff like that yeah i mean uh, that that happens uh to all the games fallout uh hap- that, that happened to fallout that happened to halo uh, but anyways, we're going off topic for what this uh, stream is all about, or what this podcast is all about. <laughs> no, so we can, we can, save, it, we can, yeah, we can save it for a different, like, uh, like a different uh, yeah. one. Anyways, that's really it for now, guys. We have um, talked for a good chunk of time. So, yeah, you know, again, this is the Simples of Shoutcasting podcast. If you guys enjoyed that, you know, please, you know, follow us. I'll leave links on the descriptions later on. We'll see. This is a pilot episode either way. We just wanted to see how podcast feels, how podcast does, how podcast do, and how we talk. I'd say uh, say it was pretty good. We talk about a lot of stuff um, for our topic right now, which is Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, Definitely would like to talk more about it, but when Thunder Wrath has caught up in terms of the story as well as the mechanics uh, that he has yet to uncover in the game. And we're probably going to be adding a spoiler warning so that we can also talk about more of the story and what we think about it. Possibly not the, in, the, the permissions or stuff like that, but at least how we think of what's happening with Arthur and the gang. Yeah, it's basically like um, initial thoughts. Yeah, initial thoughts. First impressions, yeah, yeah. on the game. All right, so... Definitely have... Um... Mm-hmm. Uh, like when we finish the game, like a uh, full out like review or what we think about the game. True, true. All right, guys. Anyways, that's it. We'll see you on the next one. Ciao for now. See ya.